I'm Victoria. And I'm Joe. And we're Catholic wedding professionals who love working with brides on this journey toward marriage. As married women ourselves, we totally remember all that goes into preparing for the wedding day. All the stresses and obstacles, and we are here to help you through it all. So that you can prepare for the wedding day and marriage with ease. Welcome, Welcome to, to the Catholic, Catholic Wedding, wedding Podcast. Podcast. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of the Catholic Wedding Podcast. I'm joined by, of course, the always beautiful, and I'm trying to think of another glorious adjective for you, Victoria, <laughs> but my good internet friend, Victoria, as always, hello. and uh, we are joined today by a special guest, Emma. Hi. Hello. Hello, Emma. We're so excited to have you, and like, thank you so much for like taking the time out of your morning to chat with us a little bit. Um, so, can you please like introduce yourself for our audience? Okay. Uh, so, my name is Emma Weinheimer. I'm a recent graduate from Mount Saint Mary's in Emmitsburg. I got my degree in communication, and right now I'm a music teacher in Connecticut. And my fiance and I got engaged in August of 2022 and we've actually known each other for like 10 years at this point so it's been a long time coming (laughs) okay wait so 10 years that Mm -hmm. so you guys must have met in like middle yeah I was I was like 12 or 13 and he was like 11 or 12 so we met in our homeschool group oh that's awesome he was my middle school and high school best friend and then we told each other we liked each other on the day of our high school graduation. Could not have waited till the last, a later second. Oh my gosh, I love every second of this. That is adorable. Yeah. Did you guys go to like the same homeschool co-op, or like how did you guys meet? Yep, same home. Um, it, it was. I guess it's kind of a co-op, but yeah. Um, like our moms knew each other before we even were aware of each other's existence. Oh, um, that's so cute. Yeah, and then we met in the. Uh, they would have on second Fridays. They would have um, like different gr- different things for different age groups. Um, almost like Catholic versions of Scouts. Actually, we would we did okay. like little flowers, blue nights, rosebuds and oh, spires, yeah. mm-hmm. and then for the older oh, kids, we had cute. Pilgrims of the Holy Family. So we met um, the pil- on the Pilgrims meeting right before the March for Life. We were cutting out scars, and I was like, "Hey, you're kind of weird. I like that." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. I'm a yeah. fellow homeschooler, so yeah. I definitely connect with that. So that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. What is your fiance's name? His name is Anthony. Anthony. Oh, mm-hmm. oh my sweet. gosh. I, I love it. that. That's like something out of like a Netflix movie or something that you guys are like <laughs> friends for such a long time. And then now you're like getting married. That's amazing. So you have like this whole lifetime of memories already. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's, and it's so weird. You said- we're, we're to a point where I can look at him and be like, I've known you for half my life. This is so weird. <laughs> That's so cool. So you said that you got engaged in August. So how has engagement been going so far? It's been really nice. It's like we've been talking about wanting to get married for, um, so we've been, we had been dating for four years. Okay. Um, so we had been talking about wanting to get married, but you know, like circumstances, are annoying. So mm. it it was it's been such a relief to finally have it be official and mm. to be preparing for this and not just like be talking about like when we get married someday, when we get married someday. And now it's mm. like, no, we're engaged. We're talking to our priest. We're trying to get things together. Mm. Um 
but as far as like the planning part goes, um, I can't get out of my own way with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and planning just, a wedding is hard. It's so it much work and the internet is both like a beautiful and wonderful thing and also like the worst thing ever because you have all these things that you compare to or you have like great I- you have a great idea and then you see something on the internet that you also think is a great idea and you try to incorporate both or then you have to pick one. I mean it's it's a oh, lot. Yeah. It's a yeah. lot. Mm-hmm. And then on top of all that like like with me like we're both kind of in a little bit of a transition with our jobs. So right. mm-hmm. as we're trying to like get settled with these things and like learn how to be adults living in the world and mm-hmm. all of those things. And also trying to get married. Like it's really, really hard. There's a lot of change in this season. A lot so. of change. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I love that we're talking about spiritual warfare on the feast of the Immaculate Conception. Like you could not have picked a better day to talk about. <laughs> yes. This. this worked out very nicely. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Um, Yeah, so that actually perfectly pivots into what we're going to be talking about today. So as Emma mentioned, we're going to be talking all about spiritual warfare. And I think that's like a little like, I don't know, phrase or word that's kind of thrown out pretty often, like spiritual warfare. But um, sometimes it's not really discussed, like, what exactly does that mean? Like, what are some like, you know, actual examples of like how that is, especially during engagement, because you can experience spiritual warfare in any season of your life. Um, You know, obviously during like single, as you're single, as you're engaged, married, all that kind of stuff, different seasons. So firstly, can you just share a little bit like what actually is spiritual warfare? And then what are some examples of like how it looks, especially during engagement? Sure. Um, Well, I'm I'm an amateur theologian in the true sense of the word. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> but, it's all right, um, Emma. So are we. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I've always understood spiritual warfare. Um, I guess it's 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 the battle that you don't see. It's the battle of your. It's it's a battle of your soul and the angels and the fallen angels and and but it's a it's a reality but we can't perceive it um Mm -hmm. because we're still here on this earth um and it can look different for different people but and sometimes it does manifest itself in in our physical world like with saint john vianney like when he would he would physically fight with the devil um Mm -hmm. all through the night um like it, it, it can come to actual like physical blows, um, but it's 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 the unseen battle, and it gets. I personally think it gets marked as a lot of other things. So, um, to I guess to give some examples, especially in, um, maybe in our relationship, um, in engagement generally, um. It, it can present itself as being stuck. Mm-hmm. Um, there's it, it, it almost feels like the gears have kind of locked and they're not going anywhere and everything else is working and everything else is fine, but for some reason something's stuck and it's not clicking. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess like for right now, um, especially because like we, we haven't been engaged for terribly long, 
this kind of stuckness and like, I can't get out of my own way. There's a lot of options. I'm anxious. Da, 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 da. Like that's like really, really mild on the, on the scale of things. Mm -hmm. Um, but it can even present itself as like really, really high strung anxiety, very, very deep depression. Um, even if you intellectually know the truths of the faith and about God, uh, Anthony hates it when I use this phrase, when you know something intellectually, (laughs) (laughs) if you know it, then why don't, if you know it up here, why don't you know it down here? It's not that simple. It isn't. Honestly, like the distance between the head and the heart is some of like the farthest distance in the world, in the universe, because it is so hard to connect sometimes. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I, I I hope I didn't go off on too many tangents, but um no, trying no. to keep it relatively I, concise. If you want to dive yeah. in more of something, let me know. Well, I think I think you answered the question really, really well. Um because sometimes it is hard to discern when you're planning something like a wedding and you're preparing for something like marriage, which the wedding day is stressful in itself. The marriage prep has so many moving parts and components and things that you need to talk about. Uh, in order to prepare for the sacrament, that there's just like all of a sudden you're excited because you're engaged, but now there is all this pressure to plan a wedding and prepare for marriage. And And there's all these other relationships that are changing, whether it's you and your fiance Mm -hmm. or like, like I'm I'm the oldest of seven kids. So, I mean, I'm always going to be my parents' baby, but like Mm -hmm. learning how my relationship with my parents is changing. And there's a lot of like, worry about like how are things going to change what if it's not good but like Mm -hmm. even though I know it will be good especially if I like do things methodically um but yeah like in addition to all of that planning you're worried about other people and their free will and their actions and their choices Mm -hmm. and yours right it's it's a lot and I think the I, I watch Survivor, okay? So this phrase comes up a lot in Survivor, which is just that the, the devil's going to look for the cracks. Mm-hmm. You know, he's going to look for the things in your life where there is maybe some fracturing and he's going to try to wiggle his way in there to, to wear you down. And I hope it's never something like physical blows like he's had with some of the saints, you know? But yeah. sometimes it does present itself as anxiety as depression as the all of these physiological and emotional reactions mm-hmm. or not even reactions that's not a good word for it but it's these symptoms without an apparent cause yes mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. and i think it can also be hard to and i'm not saying emma by any way shape or form that this is like you and your relationship too but sometimes it's hard to discern. Am I feeling these things because this is spiritual warfare? Am I feeling these things because this is not a good relationship for me to be entering into marriage? So, cause we're also trying to constantly discern our vocation, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's all of these components layered into each other, which is a lot. So do you, why do you think that spiritual warfare might be something that is common for couples to experience during engagement? Um, well, I mean, this this is something that really got us through some of our rough patches. Um, the devil hates what is beautiful. Like you said, he looks for the cracks, but he especially hates what's beautiful. And the harder he comes at something, the more he hates it. And I mean, I don't need to tell you guys that 
our world and culture puts such a low value on marriage as a sacramental commitment. Mm-hmm. Um, so when he actually sees two people that are loving each other selflessly and showing the image of the Father and of Our Lady and St. Joseph, it drives him crazy and he wants mm-hmm. to destroy it. Mm-hmm. Um, no, and because like that. you haven't actually made the vow of commitment yet, it's a lot easier for him to wiggle in and try to separate you guys before you've actually made your vow of commitment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think that there are, there's so many attacks on marriage, like you mentioned. I mean, like, like within the world, especially like just look at like the wedding industry in general and just like the way the wedding industry speaks to brides, especially like um, that's kind of one of the reasons why, like I wanted to create my Facebook group, the Catholic bride was just because like, I wanted a community that wasn't like that. Yes, I deeply I appreciate one... it's a fantastic group. Check it out. Oh, my friends. Thank you. <laughs> Shameless plug, but anyways, yes, uh... it'll be in the show notes. If you want to join and hang out with us there, <laughs> mm-hmm. but like, I mean, right. The, the biggest attacks are right. The world, the flesh and the devil, and all three of them are being, are like challenging you during engagement. Right. Um, the world is telling you that like, oh, it's just like this big materialistic day. And it's just like, that's all that matters. And that it only matters about like the bride, like the groom is pushed to the side, like those mm-hmm. kinds of things, which I'm not about that. Okay. <laughs> um, even if the groom doesn't care as much about like the material side of things, like it's not just about the bride. Exactly, um, yeah. And then of course um, the flesh, there's always like, and the devil uses the flesh as well to attack you. And I like, I really do believe that like the devil, like he hates marriage. He hates the Holy family. Right. And the Holy family is, is so beautiful. And that's what we're trying to imitate. Um, obviously as we prepare for marriage and then within marriage. So I really do believe that he will do anything he can to try to like tempt you to fall during engagement. And then if he can't, he will, try to distract you with the stresses of wedding planning, fill you with anxiety, um, cause rifts between family members. Unfortunately, that is like one of the, and you can't always help, you know, how people are going to react to like different things, but there's, I feel like within wedding planning, there's always some sort of rift. Um, even if it's little, but a lot of times there, there's some big rifts between family members during wedding planning. Mm-hmm. And so he'll use that to try to distract you from what really matters. So mm-hmm. it's hard. I mean, there, there's a lot of kind of forces against you not to like scare anybody, but you know, it, it is because it's like such a beautiful and pure thing and the world, the flesh and the devil hate that. Yeah. I think it's not, like you said, we're, we don't share all of this because we want to scare anybody, but I also think we are more well-equipped to handle these things if we know about them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right. And this is not like a marriage is hard, don't get married. Like you don't know what you're getting into, but like it, it is important to be prepared. Right. Exactly. Because yeah. like the foundation that you set up for those, anyone who's listening, who's like dating and is, you know, probably going to be getting engaged soon or is recently engaged. Like this is one of those things that like, the stronger foundation that you two set up together, like the better it will be, you know, during engagement, but then also in your marriage as well. Because Mm -hmm. like I mentioned, the spiritual warfare doesn't end during engagement. Engagement, sometimes it can seem like amplified in some, for some people, but it doesn't end. There's, it's like always going to be there in some way. um, Yeah. In some shape or form. Mm -hmm. 
um, kind of going along with that, like what are some pieces of advice that you would give to a couple that are wanting to combat spiritual warfare? Like, are there any examples of like things that you can do as like an individual and then also things that you can do as a couple? Okay. I don't want to discount the rosary at all. Like the rosary is fantastic. One of the most powerful weapons of our faith. Um, but you, you can't just win a war with a bazooka. Um, so something that Anthony and I did when we found things getting hard, we, we actually came up with a prayer that we would say throughout the day for each other. Um, and kind of, as we were, cause I went, I was, I went to school in Maryland. He was going to school in Connecticut. Um, so it was a way that we could kind of like go through our day in communion with each other. Um, mm-hmm. And it was just, it was very simple. It was like, be on my lips, guard what I say. Be on my mind, guide what I think. Be on my heart, guard what I feel. Guide my feet, guide me ever towards your eternal grace. And you could pray that for yourself. You could pray that for your partner. Um, you could pray it together. Um, but having something really short that you guys come up with together was such a beautiful way for us to, like, continue to kind of like patch the cracks throughout the day mm-hmm. um I think that's beautiful yeah and I love that especially um from like a long distance I mean you can do this obviously like even if you are in long distance but I think it is a really beautiful idea to have something to because you know it's hard during long distance to be apart and there's like different spiritual warfare even with that so I I love the idea of like praying for each other throughout the day yeah that like helps you stay connected knowing that they're praying for you too like that's beautiful yeah and like often like ask all the time even if you know what's going on in their life ask how can I pray for you just like keeping Mm -hmm. pray keep this like consistent lifeline at the front of your mind Mm -hmm. um and another thing like pray your saint michael's together like yes pray the rosary yes Yes, go to mass pray your saint michael like I love St. Michael. Oh my gosh. Like, so at the beginning of our relationship, we were really praying to St. Maria Goretti a lot for the virtue of chastity, you know, just like making sure to help keep us where we need to be. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then we really took a very drastic shift and St. Michael really became one of our dearest friends. And so at the grotto, we bought this, um, they had this, St. Michael Chrism oil is it's beautiful. It's it's like frankincense oil or something. Like it smells divine. That's awesome. Um, and when we would see each other, we would just like make the sign of the cross on each other's foreheads with this oil, mm-hmm. um, and just like pray with each other for a minute. And just yes, St. Michael is your friend. Please and thank you. I can't stress that enough. <laughs> also, St. Raphael, who I did not learn yes. about until like much later in my like faith life because mm-hmm. he had so he had such a hand in the story of um Tobiah and Sarah. Mm-hmm. I think so. I think Tobias and yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tobias and Sarah um in the book of Tobit, which is actually like one of the reading one of the Old Testament readings that is read at weddings. So St. Raphael is also yeah, I think he's the patron saint friends. of engaged. I think he's the patron saint of engagement too. Mm-hmm. Or like, yeah, I think I'm pretty sure he is. So he's a good, yeah. he's a good one. All but that yeah. to say, you got you got some archangels to choose from, you know. <laughs> <laughs> 
Right. And they're extra special and close to God. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, find, find, yeah, pray together all the time and find your saint friend mm-hmm. and latch on awesome. hard. That's awesome. Um, well, you kind of already mentioned a couple of saints, but are there any other saints that you would recommend to help with spiritual warfare? I mean, I'm seeing a lot of people naming their children, Louis and Zelly. Um, we love St. Louis and Zelly Martin, uh, the first married saints of our, of our church, I think. If the flesh is something that you struggle with, I mean, we all struggle with it in some way or another, but if that is particularly keen to you, I recommend praying to St. Mary Magdalene. Mm-hmm. Um, and St. Augustine too. Yes, exactly. He's, he's a really good one. Yes. Um, Padre Pio too, right? Didn't he also have a lot of, throw a lot of fists with the devil? Oh yeah. Padre Pio and, and St. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, let me think. I guess in terms of like spiritual warfare specifically, he would be right. he would be a yes. good one. Um, which we will list all of these saints that we talked about in the show notes. So yeah. if you want to even... just do a litany with those, <laughs> go for it. And even um, like we've mentioned in a previous podcast episode about choosing like a patron saint for your relationship and engagement and marriage and stuff like that. So it doesn't necessarily even have to be, you know, a saint that is particularly like spiritual warfare related but just having a saint that like it sounds like emma you you two um really connect with saint michael so like Mm -hmm. that might be like your i'm not i don't want to speak for you but like that could be like your patron saint of your marriage and your relationship and so that is your kind of go-to saint when when things are hard or even when things are good and you just want to keep them good (laughs) oh wow that's awesome very cool. Well, thank you so much for like chatting so much with us about this topic. I think it's like something that everybody goes through, but isn't necessarily something that is always talked about. It's kind of like one of those things that like, I mean, it, it doesn't necessarily like it, it, it's somewhat private, obviously, but um, you know, if you don't know that other people are going through it, it feels like you're the only one and you're like, why is this happening to me? <laughs> why am I going through this struggle and everything? And it's going to be really hard to feel alone. Yeah, yeah, it is. And if if I can say one more thing about this, especially with the aloneness, um, the devil thrives on isolation. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not just trying to get between you and your spouse or your spouse to be he's trying to keep you separated and make you think you're alone Mm -hmm. so keeping in mind that that keeping in mind that that's his tactic like Mm -hmm. knowing your enemy makes it so much easier to fight and also I remember like standing in the confession line, like I hadn't done anything wrong, but I just, I didn't, I didn't know where else to go because mm-hmm. I, I could hear him in the back of my head and I didn't want him there. Mm-hmm. Like no matter how much I prayed, no matter how much I went to mass, like go to confession, just talk to the priest, find his grace in your, in the sacraments. Mm-hmm. Um, but don't ever, ever think that you're alone. Mm-hmm. So I think that's that- beautiful. That is such a good thing to remember. And if anything that we talked about today is really striking a chord with you and you're like coming to realize like, oh my gosh, this might be what's happening in my life, we would encourage you to 
talk to your partner about it, Mm -hmm. to pray about it, and also talk to a priest about it. You know, know that Victoria and I pray for all of you who are listening. We pray for all of the couples that we work with, but sometimes it is sometimes going that extra step to speak with a priest about it can make all of the difference, whether you feel like you need extra blessings or an anointing or whatever. Mm. We're, we're not meant to fight these battles alone. So ask the saints for help, but we also have brothers and sisters here on this earth that are here to help us. So don't be afraid to ask for prayers from family and don't be afraid to talk to your priest about it. We're, we're not expert theologians, as Emma said in the beginning. So there is so much more to know about this topic. So if you do feel like it's something that you're struggling with, I'll try to look up some resources to link down in the show notes below, just so you, you are more empowered and equipped. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that you mentioned too, is like going to confession. One of the things that I, I've heard like different saints like recommend is like go to confession even if you don't necessarily like have a sin to confess, but you are feeling tempted in some way, yeah. let's say you're being tempted with like some impure thoughts or anything like that, like go to confession because you will receive extra graces to help you overcome those temptations and to hopefully like get rid of them or mostly get rid of them. So mm-hmm. definitely highly encourage you to do that. Um, yeah, your priests are there to help you. And I, I do like what you said, Emma, about like asking each other, how can I pray for you? Um, because like what you said about like how the devil thrives on isolation, it can feel like, oh, like if you're going through something or if you have like a really strong like hardship or temptation, the devil is going to tempt you to like, oh, keep that to yourself. Or, oh, if you share this with your spouse or, you know, your fiance, like they're going to be like super judgmental of you or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, this goes back to, we did a podcast episode about communication and like just being open with each other is like, it's going to help unite each, like you both together to Mm -hmm. build that strong foundation that I mentioned before that is only going to help you like thrive in marriage. And the devil obviously hates that and wants to get rid of that for you. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) just a little extra note there. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for hopping on today, Emma. Um, where can people find you if you want to be found? I don't know. Um, <laughs> or if people have any questions about this or just thought like, wow, Emma's a really great person. I want to be internet friends with her. <laughs> well, I seriously doubt that anyone listening to this podcast is going to be a weirdo. So um, hold on. Let me, I don't actually know my Instagram handle off the top of my head. Give me one oh, second. That's good. Um, and we'll link it in the show notes too. Sure. Yeah. Um, just don't start any messages with "Hey, dear," because I have a lot of people—not a lot of people—but oh, I've got a bunch of things trying to like sell me stuff and slide into my DM. So don't start. With that. Yep, same. Um, my my what's what's the word? Handle. Handle. I should know that is at Weinheimer Emma. Uh, sorry, wait, Weinheimer period Emma, and we'll put that in. We'll put that in the show notes. All right, Emma, as we are wrapping up this episode, we just have one question. We ask this to all of our guests on the podcast. So what is one piece of advice you'd give to a newly engaged couple? I mean, I'm newly engaged myself. I don't know that I have a ton of room to talk. (laughs) (laughs) So what is one piece of advice you'd give yourself then right now? (laughs) You always have time to breathe. No matter what's going on, you always have time to breathe. I don't know. Like I, I keep coming up with these things that probably sound like really kitschy and like everyone says, 
Um, uh, but sometimes we need to be like, head over the head to... you always have time to breathe. So make sure you do it. And remember that no matter what happens, this marriage is between you, your fiance and God. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean it's going to be easy, but I don't, I don't really know what the butt is, but just rem- <laughs> remember that like, like it, it, but it's worth it. It's yeah, it's worth it, and it's mm-hmm. it's a joyful occasion. And there's going to be people that get really riled up for no apparent reason mm-hmm. over this really joyful thing. But it's not about that. It's about you, your fiance, and God, and standing in front of the tabernacle and giving your lives to each other. And you can't have a more beautiful thing than that. Mic drop. Yeah, and the podcast oh. right there. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. it, ladies and gentlemen. Woo! That's it. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. That's great. Thank you so much again, Emma, for everything today. If you enjoyed this podcast, we would love it if you would leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you are an engaged couple and you want to hang out with other engaged couples and other Catholic wedding vendors who are here to help you and support you as you're planning out your wedding, we would love for you to join us at The Catholic Bride, which is a Facebook group. Uh, We'll link that also in the show notes so you can hang out with us there. And you can follow us on Instagram at Catholic Wedding Podcast. Victoria and I are both there. You can DM us if you have any questions or if you just want to chat with us. We We are happy to hang out with you there. Thanks so much for a great episode and we will see you in the next one.